Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, Within the Last 30 Days, One of Our Students Purchased a Four-Unit Property. And then a few days later, another student purchased a 48-unit property. A four unit is considered residential. Residential real estate is four units and less. A 48 unit property, 48 unit apartment building, is considered commercial. Commercial is five units and greater. Question for you, which one is better? We like both. Which one is better? The four units or less, the residential, or the five units and greater? Which one is easier, you think? Well, which one produces walkaway money where it produces enough cash flow and big enough paydays for you to walk away from your job? Which one is it? So the goal and focus it is, is to give you enough pros and cons on both, on residential versus commercial, so that you can make the best choice for your goals. Let's get started. Pros and cons of Residential real estate investing versus commercial real estate investing. Residential real estate, again, is four units and below. So fourplex, triplex, duplex. Here are the pros. Okay, there are pros and cons of each. And by the way, I personally like both. Our students have purchased both. There are definitely pros and cons of each. Here's the pro for the residential size uh, real estate investing. Pros, you can quickly start. Okay, get your business. Become a apartment investor quickly because there's lots of them around. You can easily see there's lots of these types of properties around and probably the most powerful part, the maybe the greatest pro is the ease to finance. The property that our student bought, the four unit, was purchased with no money down. That's right, he just had to pay closing costs to get a loan from a lender. So typically with a uh, residential real estate, you can do 0% down like I just shared with you it can be as low as 15% down and up. So powerful pros here to get you started in becoming a, an apartment investor. The cons are number one, the biggest one to me is you have a scaling limit, okay? So remember, you're gonna get a residential loan and for the most part, this is a general rule, may not plug everybody, but you can only get 10 residential investment loans in your name at a time, you can't do more more than 10 for the most part. It's been a general rule for a while for most people. Not every for most people. So you do have a scaling limit here. And the second con is a big one to me. You can't force the appreciation. So as much as you increase your rent on your four unit, it's not worth more. It is only worth what the sales comparables in the surrounding neighborhood says it's worth. You're gonna value your fourplex or your triplex like you would value your single family home. So if you have a three bedroom home, how do you value that? You look at other three bedroom homes around the neighborhood. Same thing with your residential investment real estate like a fourplex. So you're limited there. So uh, to me, the pros outweigh the cons in my opinion. Now, let's jump over to commercial, okay? This is our bag here. This is what we do. The pros are great. So the first pro is scalability. Your first purchase could be a 32 unit. So you just beat this by eight times, okay? You can do a 32 unit building as your first purchase. Our student that purchased the 48 unit 
That was his first commercial property ever. So he went from zero to 48. So you can scale uh, much faster. Next, probably the biggest thing is you can force the appreciation on your property. Now you've, you've heard me preach this time and time again. As you increase your rents, your NOI goes up, so does your property value, and you can multiply your cash flow while you're doing that. Okay, so that's kind of our bread and butter. It's kind of our business model here is to teach our students how to force the appreciation on the property to create immense wealth. Next, the other pro, you're going to get much bigger paydays. Many of our students will do cash out refinances for millions of dollars. After a couple of years of raising the rents, they're pulling out millions of dollars. So you're going to get the biggest payday in commercial real estate. So a huge pro. Here are the cons. The down payment is larger, okay, is larger. It usually starts at the minimum 20%, but for the most part, it's going to be 25% and greater. It just depends on the numbers. The second con is, uh, I'm not sure this is a con, but it could be for some of you. Commercial real estate needs to be run like a business. Uh, anyone can learn how to operate commercial like a business. That's what we teach our students to do. So it requires a little more work to be successful, but we can teach you that. All right, so there you are. There's the pros and cons of each. Which one is for you? You probably don't have the answer yet, but if you can hold on for another minute, I'm going to share with you how to do just that, how to pick the right one. I'm going to take a deeper dive to help you decide which one is right for you because they're both distinctively different. I'm going to, I'm going to cover how to make a property worth more, the differences there. I will cover the extra strategy differences and then the management differences. So forced depreciation on a commercial property is our bread and butter. Our students that have retired or have uh, created financial freedom have all forced depreciation on their property and created huge sums of money and this is why they're successful. Let's start with this 48 unit. This is a recent purchase from one of our students. Let's say that the rents are gonna go up $100 a month, which is a piece of cake for, for his property. Let's say it takes him a couple of years. Okay, let's be very conservative. So $100 per unit increase per month times 48 units. That's $4,800 more per month times 12 months is $57,000, $57,600 per year in additional income. If I divide that number by a six cap where his property is, by increasing his rents $100 over the next couple of years, he's boosted his property value by $960,000. So now do you see the power in this? So you all have to learn this. Our students have to learn how to do this. Let's move on to the residential piece. So what if you were to get their rents up $100 a month on your 40 unit, that's $400 per month more times 12 months, uh, that's an additional $4,800 more per year. Not bad. Now, because you have boosted this income up almost $5,000 in a year, what is this new value? So what is the new value? Well, let me tell you, it has nothing to do with your boost, unfortunately, with residential. Again, with your four unit, it is valued the same way you would value a single family home if you were to get the rents up $100. On your single family home, is the property worth more now that you've increased it $100 more per month? No, it's not. It is only worth what other single family homes in the neighborhood have sold for. So your, your, your limitation in forced depreciation is what other properties have sold for. So if you're in a great neighborhood, 
where residential, residential, residential properties are growing, great. Then unit property is worth more. But if it's not, if it's stagnant and going down, guess what? Your residential property is going to track downward that are the same trend as other residential properties out there, like other fourplexes, triplexes, and duplexes. That's it for forced appreciation. Now, next is extra strategy. And I always talk about extra strategies because it is never taught on the internet. It is so important when you make a decision to buy a property. So we have our three basic extra strategies. We have a long-term hold, we have executing a cash out refi, or we have doing a uh, 1031 exchange. Basically what this is, is you're going to buy your property, fix it up, make it worth more, then you're gonna sell it, and so long as you exchange into a larger property, you don't have to pay any capital gains taxes. So it's a very powerful wealth building strategy. So here are the extra strategy choices. Long-term hold, who's the winner here? Residential or commercial? In my opinion, the winner would be commercial. Commercial is a long game. You make huge sums of money if you can hold on to the property. We are not flippers. We never flip commercial properties. We like to buy them, make them cash flow, build up wealth, build up wealth, get the tax benefits, increase the rents, and create huge sums of money. That's what commercial is about here. So in terms of an extra strategy, long-term hold, commercial wins. Next, the ability to do a cash out refi. Who's the winner, residential or commercial? As I just explained to you over here, the easy winner is commercial. The third extra strategy is 1031 exchange. So the best 1031 exchange that you can do is to buy a property, make it worth a whole lot more, and then buy a property that's three times the size of what you purchased a couple of years ago. That is possible only with commercial. So commercial gives you more options for extra strategies. Hope you understand that. Next is management. This is probably my favorite piece because we manage property all across the country. We spend time with our students teaching them how to manage their property. This is where the money is made. In the management piece, which one is more passive? Residential or commercial? Sorry to burst the bubble, but guess who the winner is? Neither. Okay, none of them are passive. Whoever on the internet teaches you that commercials passive is not telling you the truth. They both require work. They both require being a good steward. They both require managing the different pieces of the property to make sure you're maximizing the performance of the property. None of it is passive. However, which one is more systematic where you can scale and become more wealthy or create more cash flow. Systematic is commercial. What, what do I mean by that? Well, when you have a, a four-unit property, can you afford a on-site manager, a staff that includes a maintenance person, a leasing person to help you build your business? Can your property afford that? That's how you scale your business to great heights. With a residential property, you don't have enough income to do that. You only have the four units. This 48 unit has the ability to hire a third party manager with the staff, with the manager, with the cleaner, with everything so that our student can take this property, maximize the performance so you can execute the extra strategy. So it is way more systematic than residential. Next is, this is probably uh, a no brainer, but which of these has the, the greater potential to produce your retirement replacement 
or build legacy for you and your family or to produce generational wealth. Our company, Commercial Property Advisors, is built on helping our students create all of these things here. So I am biased and I'm going to say commercial because we have the proof. We have the proof of the power of commercial real estate here. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, if you want to learn how to do what our students did here, go ahead and apply to our Protege program. We've helped many students from all walks of life, from East Coast to West Coast, and becoming financially free using commercial real estate. And lastly, I'm going to offer you my Commercial Real Estate for Beginners book. It's free. It's just for you.